Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. appropriate is that, folks, however, and it is from 1978's movie The Wiz, starring Quincy Jones, Michael Jackson, Diana Ross, Nipsey Russell, Ted Ross, Mabel King, and the rest of the Wizard of Oz gang, ladies and gentlemen. And we welcome you to episode 212, ladies and gentlemen, of Wrestling Revisited. I am your host, the Iceman, Jared Draw, back after a week's sabbatical, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, we are back here at the Wrestling Revisited table for Tuesday night, March the 31st, 2020, ladies and gentlemen. And it's only fitting that today, two significant dates in history did happen on this date. And we'll talk more about those here tonight on the Wrestling Revisited roundtable. 1-605-562-0444. The call ID, one three nine nine two six pounds And as always, ladies and gentlemen, is the human suplex machine, John Gross. As we say good evening to you, John, as always. And before we talk, and before... We say hello. I want to yes. tell everybody that right now, that right now we got that we got the WrestleMania predictions up. Yes, we do, and we'll. Uh, I'll be definitely cast my vote for some of those in just a little bit. Thank you very much, Sean. And speaking of WrestleMania, it was actually 30 years ago this afternoon, however, that the very first WrestleMania occurred in the hallowed hollows of MSG. 35 years and, ago. Excuse me, 35. Thank you, John. And speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, you can cast your vote right now on the WrestleMania matches on John Groves Wrestling and Sports Incorporated. But also, folks, cast your votes for some of your favorite moments in WrestleMania history. And that's what we're going to do tonight, folks, here on the Wrestling Revisited Roundtable, if you will. We are expecting the King, Queen of Madness, Gerard T. Smith, and Michelle Lynn Dodds. Also, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie City, might stop by along with the... Uh, King of Clubs, if you will, Mitt Patel, as well as the Rattlesnake, and now Patel. We might be having a bunch of people join us here tonight. So, folks, you picked a good night to join us here, Howard. But before we get into that, we also want to say very quickly, today, Howard, some very special sports birthdays are in mind. First off, happy 92nd birthday to Mr. Hockey himself, Gordy Howe, who would have been 92. 
former Pittsburgh Penguin goalie Tom Barrasso turning 55 today. And yes, folks, former Vancouver Canucks superstar Pavel Bure turning 49 years old. So happy birthday to all of those gentlemen today in the hockey sports world. But as we said, folks, however, it was 35 years ago this afternoon, the granddaddy of them all began, however, in a garden, specifically Madison Square Garden, to be exact, in the Big Apple, as we saw two unique pairings. The first, Hulk Hogan and his good friend, actor and uh, fellow uh, part-time wrestler Mr. T, take on the hot Scott, Roddy Roddy Piper, ladies and gentlemen, and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. In addition to that, we saw the body slam match heard around the world at that time. Two big men, one seven foot four, four seventy-five; the other six nine, three seventy in weight, ladies and gentlemen. Big John Studd and Andre the Giant go at it for fifteen thousand dollars, ladies and gentlemen. Also, we saw a big man squash a little man in just 10 seconds. <laughs> also, we saw a living legend, son, and his dad compete against one of my very close personal friends of my father's and also his protege, the barber, if you will. The hammer definitely looked to take a bite out of the JYD and put down the hammer. Yeah. Well, let's just say he got hammered down himself, if you will. And we saw the first ever let's just say, title changes in WrestleMania history. All that and more happened on this very significant day. John, 35 years ago, it does not seem like it happened today, but it did happen today, however, in the Garden. Your thoughts as we look back at WrestleMania number one. Awesome. Incredible indeed, no doubt. And we had some big celebrities there too, ladies and gentlemen. Billy Martin, the guest ring announcer. Muhammad Ali and Pat Patterson, the outside and inside officials, ladies and gentlemen. Liberace, the guest timekeeper, ladies and gentlemen. Cindy Lauper in the corner of Wendy Richter, ladies and gentlemen. Along with Dr. Uh, the uh, manager of uh, Cindy Wolf, if you will. The one and only very unique Mr. David Wolf, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Jesse Ventura in a pink tux, the gorilla there in his blue tux as well. Folks, it was a happening. Mean Gene Okerlund singing the national anthem. Lord Alfred Hayes, of course, being the backstage correspondent. Folks, 20,000 people packed into the garden that day to see a happening. And it actually happened the day before a very not another historic moment that happened the next day, which was no joke, however, that saw the Villanova Wildcats beat the Georgetown Hoyas in the NCAA Men's Championship the next night in Lexington, Kentucky, that saw the Georgetown Hoyas denied a chance to go back-to-back for the first time since the UCLA Bruin teams of the 70s, however. As a result, Ed Pickney, Rolly Massimino, Gary McLean and company beat John Thompson, Patrick Ewing in his final game a few months before he would be drafted by the New York Knicks as the top pick in the NBA draft of 1985, if you will, and the Georgetown Hoya Paranoia Hoyas, who in 1984 beat five of Guy Lewis, Akeem Olajuwon, ladies and gentlemen, and company, however, in Seattle the year before to capture their first-ever championship and deny the Cougars a chance on capturing their first title, however. The Cougars also in 1983 had had their chances with North Carolina State and came within a whisker of pulling off that upset, but Jim Valvano and the Cats of the Wolfpack scratched out a big, hard-fought win, however, 54-52 in what was a very unique game there in Albuquerque, New Mexico. But speaking of WrestleMania, we will talk more about WrestleMania tonight at 9 o'clock on Revolution 1380. Five pound, ladies and gentlemen. GTS and I will have your news headlines. John will have the birthdays and dates. Tomorrow night, we're going to have an April Fool's edition of the debate at 8 o'clock. The gang will be there, 139925 pound. The AEW NXT war will continue to debate, however. And also, Revolution will kick in at 9 o'clock, so you don't want to miss that. Also, we might have a very special preemption of Outside the Ropes, 141387. The latest politics, movies, and sports news will be supplied by yours truly, along, and of course, John and myself and Mr. WCW along with Gerard, will be there. And the debate will have a lot of tables opening, however, and chairs opening with champagne a-flowing, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night as well. Thursday night, Wolfpack 138521-pound. Be sure to check that out. And we'll wrap it up with Wolfpack Revolution, ladies and gentlemen, however, with uh, Revolution on Friday, 138055-pound. You definitely want to check that out. Also tonight, ladies and gentlemen, as a precursor before we get into uh, the discussion of Mania this week, ladies and gentlemen, John and, of course, our good friend, the Heartbreak Kid, will be finishing their Family Feud-style double main event, ladies and gentlemen. Who will walk out with two belts? Who will walk out with one? Only time will tell, and that will be commencing in just a couple of hours from now. But 
In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to start talking about WrestleMania moments, and John put that to the question earlier today in his Facebook page, and his page, John Gross Sports and Wrestling Incorporated, on Facebook.com. All you got to look is under that. And, of course, under John Gross, at GRHS at Facebook.com. Folks, it was a well-done video again by John last night. However, I must say, John, well done to you and your panel over there. However, you definitely had a great show last night. I saw some of it earlier this afternoon, and I must commend you on it once again, sir. With that said, let's talk about some of the greatest moments that have lasted the 35-plus years. That is the granddaddy of them all. We're not going to do these in order, folks. We're going to pick a moment each. However, we're going to go back and forth and tear and totter, however, with everyone, and hopefully everyone will get their picks in, too, and we'd like to hear from you all about your picks, too, if you give us a call right now. So, John, I will start with you, as always, however, as I do every Tuesday night, however, with thoughts, however. That being said, however, I will give you your first pick. What is your first great moment in WrestleMania history? Now that you mentioned it, I'm going to go with what a way to kick things off with the tag team match between Hulk Hogan and Mr. T against Piper in Orndorff. Oh, yes. A very good moment indeed there, John. No question about it. The story about that was very legendary. Of course, we saw what happened at the end of 1984 when Hot Rod Roddy Piper crashed the Cindy Lauper, uh, let's just say, Captain Lou Albano excursion at the end of 84. And in 85, it kicked off in a big way when uh, Mr. T and Roddy Piper did not like each other, both in a professional sense or in a personal sense either. And considering what had happened at the war to settle the score previously, how, and a couple weeks prior to that, how, and also also, Piper storming the A-team set, however, this led to a very interesting encounter, however, here at the first WrestleMania. Now, John, I'm sure you also heard the story. If you didn't hear this, this is news to everyone, however. A few days before that show, however, Hogan and Mr. T, however, went out to the Richard Belzer show in Los Angeles. They were hyping up WrestleMania. Oh, I remember that moment. Yes. I definitely remember that moment. Hulk. And Belzer Hogan apparently took a bump from Hogan the wrong way, suing the WWE. Yes, but also you didn't hear about this story. The night before WrestleMania 1, Hogan and T were on Saturday Night Live. Lorne Michaels had told Vince yes, McMahon I remember to keep... That moment. Yes, Yes, he had told... Vince McMahon to keep Piper and Orndorff away from NBC Studios because he did not want to see a brawl break out on the set right then and there. That's a true story, folks. But uh, a very unique moment there. However, I uh, can honestly say, I mean, WrestleMania was a happening many times over. Gina Morella, Gorilla Monsoon, one of the greatest announcers of all time in his cohort, the body, Jesse Ventura, definitely made it magical. I mean, you talk about NWA and Star K with Bob Cottle, Howard, and the Dean of Wrestling, Gordon Soy, along with Dusty Rhodes, Barbara Cleary, however, and Tony Schiavone. The WWE, of course, this day had Mean Gene, Lord Alfred Hayes, Jesse, and the Gorilla, Howard. Again, it was a happening. 20,000 people packing in the garden. And like you said, what a way to kick off the very first WrestleMania, and with a great tag team match, Howard, that definitely saw everything lived up to it, and then some. And John, I'm sure you just saw the table for special a few years back, how when Mean Gene, Piper, and Orndorff actually had a chance to talk about that memory at the Table for Three opening uh, premiere, however, about three or four years ago. What a moment that was. Indeed. My next first moment is a good one, too. And you know what? We're going to fast forward the clock a little bit, 11 years upward, to 1996, however, to WrestleMania 12, ladies and gentlemen, Anaheim, California, the Arrowhead Pond, now known as the Honda Center, the Iron Man match. Yes, folks, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. They never saw each other eye-to-eye, however, as... uh, Let's just say uh, best friends, but as rivals and later on became somewhat a little bit of friends again, however, after having a falling out with each other. These two, however, about in one of the greatest Iron Man matches in recent memory, however, a full hour it went, ladies and gentlemen. It ended at 0-0, but Gorilla Monsoon told Bret Hart, however, there would have to be a winner. And despite the fact he thought he had walked out of the match and WrestleMania 12 as the champion, Shawn Michaels got the super kick around the world, knocking Bret's chin one way and basically putting in his body. On the 405, stretched out from Los Angeles to Long Beach, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. And as a result, Bret Hart, however, lost the title that night. Shawn Michaels saw his dream come true and finally cement his legacy as a true, true big player in the game, to say the least. That being said, your thoughts about Shawn and Bret, the Iron Man match from Mania 12. Was it not an awesome match? Incredible. It was. I mean, we talk about Ric Flair and Steamboat and their best of threes of 89. Those are up there too, no doubt. But when you talk about matches of 1996, folks, I mean, this one had everything you wanted. And then some, it was like watching Luthez, 
versus Bruno, or Bruno San Martino versus Hulk Hogan. It had that electricity. It had that excitement and feel, if you will. And, folks, if you have not seen that match, you definitely owe it to yourself to go back and watch it somewhere. If you can find it on your network, if you do have the network, or on YouTube or somewhere, folks, this is definitely worth seeing, no doubt. All right, John, you're up again, my friend. What do you got next in our second match hour of the WrestleMania archive? I think I've got one that fits Bret Hart to a T. WrestleMania yes. 10. Him oh, yes. Hart. Him and Owen starting off in the garden. Oh, yes. Two guys, however, who, uh, who were brothers and, of course, also teamed up and feuded with each other. Yes, uh, great way to start WrestleMania 10. No doubt about it. The fans at the 10th WrestleMania definitely stood up and applauded these two. Owen thinking he could outsmart his brother and teach his, tell his family that he was the true king of hearts. And let's just say, show he had more heart than his brother. Well, he did on this day. No doubt about it. What a moment this was. Great moment indeed, John. I would commend you on that one again. A fantastic match between Brett and Owen. Your thoughts about this one? Oh, man. Yep. I don't, I don't, there's nothing left to say. I mean, what a good match between these two. Indeed. Indeed. No doubt about it. All right. My next one is a good one, however. And while we're staying in the old school tradition, we're going to go back, however, a little ways, however, to 1992, ladies and gentlemen, WrestleMania 8. You talk about Bret Hart, I'm going to go one better than you on the Bret Hart match. Let's talk about Bret Hart and Roddy Piper for the IC title in Indianapolis. I just watched this on Sunday. I cannot believe how good this was. The finish alone, folks, just blows you away. And it looked like at one time Piper was going to go back to being a heel for the first time since the early eight, mid-80s, if you will. However, at the end of the night, hour, Piper and Bret showed respect, despite the fact they did not show respect in the pre-show interview, however, afterward they did. This was absolutely a barn burner. Piper and Brett, however, your thoughts about this one at Mania 8? Huh. I got to say, that was an amazing contest. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was indeed. All right, you're up again now for our third one. What do you All got right. for number three? All right. I mentioned WrestleMania 10, 10 just now. I'm going to mention a match that happened. And I think y'all know where I'm going with this, guys. Yes. Randy Savage versus... No, I'm only kidding. Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon in a ladder match. <laughs> yes. I thought you were going with Savage first, though. I, I was thinking that you were going to do Savage there, too. I might say... I might surprise you with my next one about Savage. So you're going to be surprised when I do with Savage, though. Yes, you talk about the first ladder match, folks. Oh, my Lord. However, talk about a moment in time, ladies and gentlemen. Two best friends of the clique, ladies and gentlemen, fighting each other over the biggest prize of them all at that time, the Intercontinental Championship, however. Two guys, however, who have always seen eye-to-eye, however, as brothers, however, and close friends, ladies and gentlemen, like thick and thin, ladies and gentlemen, the bad guy, Razor Ramon, ladies and gentlemen, and the showstopper, Mr. Main Eventer, Mr. Heartbreak Kid, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Shawn Michaels. What a ladder match this was. We've seen ladder matches a few times in WrestleMania, but this was the first time we had seen a ladder come into play in actually in the early part of WrestleMania. What a war of attrition this was. These two guys would wage war again the following year at SummerSlam 95 in Pittsburgh at the, at the uh, Summer Showcase that is SummerSlam. But, John, overall, that is a great moment there between the bad guy and Sean from Mania 10. Your thoughts about this ladder match between these two? Oh, my God. Can you say about this match? One... One heck of a good match. Indeed. No doubt. Indeed. I would agree with you there. I would agree with you there. No question about it. Well, you talk about Savage Howard. I'm going to give you a great moment here in my next one, Howard. Talk about one of the greatest Intercontinental Championship bouts of all time. This had been a serious feud from late 86 into early 87, folks. These two guys, Howard, definitely tore it down in Pontiac that day in front of 93,000 fans, Howard, at the Silver Dome. No, it was not Hogan and Andre, however, although that was considered a great match, too, somewhat. This one was better than that, however. I will say it now. 
the Macho Man. Oh, yeah, dig it, brother. The Macho Man, Randy Savage, and his beautiful wife, the lovely, sexy, beautiful First Lady of Wrestling, Miss Elizabeth, taking on the one and only Dragon himself, Ricky Steamboat, for the Intercontinental title with George Steele, the hometown boy in Pontiac. What a reception this was. What a build-up this was, Howard. At the end of the day, Howard, people were talking about this for years, Howard, until the latter match several years later, that this was indeed one of the greatest IC title matches in history. And to this day, it is still considered many years later, 35 years later to this day, the greatest IC title bout of all time. I would say it's one of the top three, if not one of the top two. John, your thoughts about the Dragon and the Macho Man at Mania 3? Yeah. That was one heck of a good feed between these two. Yes, indeed. And you could not tell, however, who was going to win. I mean, at the time, I was a big, big Dragon fan. I still am to this day. I'm a Macho fan, too. But back then, I despised the Macho Man for what he did to the Dragon by taking him out with his throat. I thought the Dragon's career was all but over. After watching him a little bit early on in his days in WWE, I had heard uh, he had done well in Mid-Atlantic in the NWA with other guys like Ric Flair and that much later on down the road, however. And I've had a chance to watch some of those moments, too, over the years, Howard, in this DVD and on the WWE Network. But, folks, these two guys, Howard, even Randy Savage, Howard, said later on, Howard, in an interview before his untimely passing many years later, that this was one of his favorite bouts. The Dragon even said this was one of his favorite bouts. A lot of people said this was one of their favorite bouts. And I would have to say, oh, yeah, this was one of mine, too, folks. This was indeed a true, true bona fide classic with two of the finest Hall of Famers you ever want to see in the squared circle, the Macho Man, and yes, the man from Honolulu, Hawaii, the man who loved to breathe fire and definitely found a way to breathe it a lot, ladies and gentlemen, against his opponents, whether it was Savage, Don Baracco, Ric Flair, others, however, he definitely raised the bar and then some, and that is the man from Honolulu, Hawaii, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only, the Dragon Man himself, Ricky Steamboat. All right, John, you're up again for our fourth one. What do you got next at number four? Okay. Well, the fourth one is a match that, that I liked at WrestleMania 14. Brother okay. versus brother. The Inferno match, yes. No, it Kane wasn't the Inferno. That was right, right at Unforgiven. Oh, okay, okay. But go ahead. And this one had Pete Rose in this one, too. <laughs> oh, yes. Pete Rose running his mouth in Boston, uh, insulting the fans of Boston and the big red monster, let's just say, picking him up, power and planting him right there in the middle of the world to see in Beantown. Yes, indeed, a great moment indeed. That was a great moment. Good, good moment there, no question about it. However, indeed, however, that was an incredible, uh, unique, uh, historic moment in itself, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, uh, Pete Rose in the WWE Hall of Fame, but not in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Kane, at some point, will make it to the WWE Hall of Fame, considering what he has done over his career. Uh, but you talk about one of the first early great moments of the Big Red Monster, Kane, ladies and gentlemen. The mayor of Tennessee, ladies and gentlemen, standing 6'11", ladies and gentlemen, 315 pounds, ladies and gentlemen. What a war this was, however, or should I say, what a segment this was. As uh, Pete Rose, let's just say, shot his mouth off one too many times and got his mouth into trouble, let's just say, by the big red monster cane uh very good moment there indeed john all right i'm going to go with this one as i haven't done the chicks yet and this is my first chick match of the day how are these going the triple threat at wrestlemania 32 even though i did not like the ending what happened this was still an amazing match folks Yes, I'm talking about Sasha Banks, ladies and gentlemen, Charlotte Flair, and my girl Becky Lynch at WrestleMania 32. These girls tore it down in AT&T Stadium. I just watched this again earlier today. John, your thoughts about Mania 32? Oh, man. This, this was the start of the women's revolution. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed, no question about it. I mean, you talk about three girls who Sorry, found a way James, to just... I'm annoying. Sorry about that. You talk oh, about no. a very unique. You talk about a very unique match, folks. Folks, I mean, John said it best, folks. This was an indeed uh, the start of the women's revolution. You talk about, uh, okay. uh, despite the fact that it was a very right. questionable ending, especially when Charlotte Flair won the title. However. From, of course, believe it or not, and denied Sasha Banks a chance, who came out with her uncle Snoop Dogg and was actually paying homage to her hero and very favorite wrestler, Eddie Guerrero, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however, and her uncle, of course, coming out to support uh, Sasha. Becky Lynch, of course, starting to come into her own very early on in her career, however, had 
almost uh, pulled off the upset, however, if you will, and almost had won the match. But unfortunately, at the end of the night, however, the Nature Boy, however, and of course his star were a little, let's just say, too crafty, if you will, for words to describe. And as a result, they pulled off the very questionable but very unique triple threat match. John, your thoughts about this matchup involving, however, these two, or these three ladies, I should say. Who now? Sasha, Bailey, and Becky at Mania 32. Oh, you've already told me. I've already said. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm all <laughs> Okay, let's go to your next moment, Howard, as we are now at number five, reaching our halfway mark. Howard, here again. These are in no order, folks. We're just picking moments at random. We're hoping that we would love to hear from you as well. Again, one six zero five. 562-0444-139926 pound for Tuesday, March the 31st, 2020, episode 212, ladies and gentlemen, 212, ladies and gentlemen, the heartbreak kid, of course, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully will be joining us, but right now we've got the human suplex machine and myself giving you our favorite moments in time in WrestleMania, and we hope to hear from you guys as well, so if you want to call in, feel free to call in right now, the lines are open for another 45 minutes, so we would love to hear from you as well. John, you're up next, my friend, with number five, what do you got? Okay. Well, I'm going to go, go into the new millennium, millennium now. All right. This will be a toss-up right. between WrestleMania 16 and WrestleMania 17 between these three teams. Okay. And I will say WrestleMania 17 was the better one. The T, and I'm talking about T... L C. Oh yes, Edge, Christian, the Dudleys. I mean, you saw what happened the year before in Anaheim, ladies and gentlemen, and what a war it was, ladies and gentlemen. That was an incredible, incredible bout, folks. They raised their game up a level, however, mind you. The next year, however, in 2001, in front of 68,000, ladies and gentlemen, at the Astrodome. What a war that was, ladies and gentlemen. We saw Spike Dudley, we saw Rhino, we saw Lita involved, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, after it was all said and done, you could see the bumps and bruises and the swelling and the headaches and the concussions. But, folks, it was all for uh, one piece of gold, ladies and gentlemen. And boy, oh boy, these six guys went out there and killed each other. And I mean literally killed each other for what was... uh, the biggest prize at the time, the tag team bell tower. I just, I mean, I'm amazed every time I watch that match. I mean, that one spear off the ladder is just almost just sinks my stomach to a whole new level, folks. And I'll tell you what, if you have not seen this match, folks, you definitely owe it to yourself to watch. I mean, this was a real serious battle with six of the greatest athletes you will ever see. Edge, Christian, Jeff and Matt Hardy, Devon and Bubba Ray, folks. This is what tag team wrestling is all about, folks. They definitely took it up to the new level in the 2000s, if you will. And, John, that is a great moment you just picked right there. No question about it. Uh, you already uh, gave us your thoughts, I believe, on TLC2. Am I correct? Nope. Uh, I will okay. say. Let's that give was thoughts right an now. amazing match. And if we could have yes. these six fights fight one more time in that match, I'm sure it would be good to see again. Oh, no question. I mean, I would definitely put them up there. But you know what? Who I would do, though? I was hoping we were going to see it this weekend with Miz and Morrison, the New Day, and the Usos. But I think down the road, we're going to see those three teams get involved in that type of match. I mean, they remind you of those six individuals I just talked about, Howard. But uh, that would be nice if we could see that happen. Folks, we're definitely going to have to check that out and let you know about that. Great moment again there, John. My fifth moment, Howard, is a good moment, too, folks. And now, folks, we're going to take you back to 1997, ladies and gentlemen, however, to a moment here that was very unique, ladies and gentlemen, in the windy city of Chicago, Illinois. And yes, folks, I'm going to talk about two guys, however, who just had a chance to sit down with each other recently on the Stone Cold Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, the Broken Skull Sessions. Who am I talking about? Yes, folks, the Texas Rattlesnake himself, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and his opponent, ladies and gentlemen, the man known as the Excellence of Execution, ladies and gentlemen, the man of the pink and black attack, ladies and gentlemen, one of my all-time favorites, heel and face, ladies and gentlemen. I am talking about the one and only, very, very celebratory Canadian himself, the one and only, the hitman himself, 
Bret Hart in a first blood match. Ken Shamrock was your guest referee. What a war this was, folks. I mean, you talk about two guys flip-flopping characters, but also getting the crowd involved. This was an incredible fight in Chicago. It was like a Chicago backlot brawl between Al Capone, ladies and gentlemen, and of course, maybe the police chief of Chicago. I mean, this was a battle, as I said many times over, with many battles of attrition. And at the end of the night, however, Austin did pass out, but did not give up. Bret Hart, however, definitely was not a very liked man by the end of this night. And going in, he was not a well-liked man either. He showed why, but by the end of the night, Austin had changed his allegiance from heel somewhat to tweener to a full-blown babyface, if you will, and got the fans' response cheering him despite the fact, how it had been a rough ordeal. Your thoughts about Sean, excuse me, not Sean, Bret Hart and Austin from Mania 13. One hell of a good, good performance. Oh, no question about it, folks. I mean, again, you talk about another great submission match that have had so many great submission matches over the years. This is one of the top five, if not one of the top 20, maybe top 15 in your arsenal. Again, folks, you talk about two great Hall of Famers right there. The Texas Rattlesnake, ladies and gentlemen, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and as we said, the master of the pink and black attack, the leader of the Hart Foundation, ladies and gentlemen, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, the man who over the years has had many great moments, however, you can write books on, however, as well as videos on. I mean, I have three of his videos right now. Bret Hart, the best there is, was, and ever will be. Bret Hart, of course, in his Hart Family Dungeon uh, archives, ladies and gentlemen, and some other great moments, of course, of the Hart Family Dynasty as well. Folks, this is an incredible match you definitely do not want to miss from 1997 in Chicago between the Hitman and the Texas Wrestling. And at the end of the night, ladies and gentlemen, you could tell, despite the fact he was bloody, the fact he could barely even walk, let alone move and stand, however. The Texas Rattlesnake showed he had more heart than guts, however. And at the end of the night, however, it showed in 1997 that this was a guy, however, that was getting more and more popular by the week and by the month and day, however, as he showed why here on this night. All right, now we're at number six. John, you were up once again. What do you got at number six? Okay. I would... There's another match that I like, WrestleMania 16. Jericho, Benoit. Oh, yes. Jericho, Benoit, and Kurt Angle. Yes. Uh, Very good match there. Of course, Chris Benoit had come by way of WCW with his friends. Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, and uh, Perry Saturn, of course. We know about Chris Jericho arriving the year before from WCW. Kurt Angle, the Olympian, had arrived, however in WWE just a year and a half, a couple years before this. Three guys who always found a way to tear it up with each other and find a way to get the crowd excited. And this was a good way, however, as both the Intercontinental title and the European title were on the night, ladies and gentlemen. That night in Anaheim, a great opening contest to start out. Mania 16, ladies and gentlemen, in Anaheim at the pond at WrestleMania 2K. What a war with these three gentlemen. And speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, if you did not see the Chris Benoit special on Viceland last week, Howard, on Dark Side of the Ring, we will warn you, it is graphic. Tonight's show will be even more graphic with the story of New Jack. So if you want to check that out, definitely check it out at 10 p.m. and also check out After Dark, ladies and gentlemen, at 11 p.m. But that's beside the point. The point is this, folks. You talk about three very unique athletes, the Canadian Wolverine machine, the Lionheart himself, Chris Jericho. No, I'm not saying Lion as I'm Lion and fibbing. I'm telling you the line as he brought out the claws and paws, ladies and gentlemen, and always found a way to give it his all and then some some great moments in mania, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, the Pittsburgh's on the third angle. And join us on the line right now as I see him join us now as the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie as we say good evening to him and welcome to episode 212. Uh, Fonzie, we were just talking about the triple threat at Mania 2000 now between Jericho, Angle, and Benoit. We'll get your answer on that in just a minute, but John, let's go to you with your answer on this, however. Your thoughts about this one. John, are you there? Well, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead, John. Your good thoughts about this one. Match. Yes, indeed. Very good point, indeed. Fonzie, uh, we go to you now. How are your thoughts on this triple threat that John picked? Jericho, Benoit, and Angle huh, from Mania 16. Yeah, this is this is good. Yes. 
And uh, I will let you know some of the other matches real quick. You can give us uh, your thoughts very quickly, and we'll uh, go. Uh, we'll uh, start. We'll start our next round, Howard. And uh, John, this time we'll let Fonzie go with his first pick, Howard. Then we'll go to you All right. with uh, and and, and, and my, me. So we'll start, we'll start in the reverse order this time. So you have the last five ones. Uh, Fonzie, once we've done so far, as listed as follows: the main event of WrestleMania One, Hogan and Mr. T versus Orndorff and Piper. Your thoughts about that one? Uh, yeah, this was good. This was a good match. All right. Next one yeah. is one I did, however, was Brett and Sean, the Iron Man match. We've talked about that many times. Your thoughts about yeah, that Yeah, you. Uh, <laughs> I, I recall this one a little bit uh, tragic in the yeah. middle of the match. When uh, Shawn Michaels just like completely passed out on the on the ring. Yes. Yes. Um. And he was like he uh, he kept going. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, this was a tragical, but this was a good match between yes. these two Hall of Famers. Yep, no doubt. Uh, one that we also talked about is another good one. Uh, Randy Macho Man Savage versus the Dragon at Mania 3. Your thoughts about that one? Who was this, J.D.? Steamboat and Savage, Savage from Mania Steamboat. 3. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, this was, I think it was a good match. I didn't see this one, but... You definitely have to check it out, for sure. You definitely not be yeah. disappointed. One we did talk about two from the same. Actually, John and I had it from the same show. John had Brett versus Owen, and also Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels in the ladder match. Your thoughts about these two matches from Mania Ten? Yeah, this was one of classic match. Yes. Yeah. And your thoughts? Which one? Which one are you referring to, Brett and Owen, or Razor and uh, the bad guy? Because we did both. Oh, you said you said uh, Brett and Owen Hart. They're both brothers. Yes, they fought at WrestleMania 10 in the opener, and then we also had Razor yeah. Ramon and Scott and uh, the bad uh, guy. Yeah, head. this was. Yeah, this was good. Both of them yes. were good. Yes. And I believe we had a couple more. How I'm trying to think what other ones we had. However, we had some other good ones, of course. So I'm trying to think. However, uh, I did mention, however, uh, Bolinar, Bret Hart, and uh, also Roddy Piper from Mania 8. Your thoughts about this one for the Intercontinental title? This one was quite a match, to say the least. You say WrestleMania 8? Yes, between Bret Hart and uh, Roddy Piper. Yes. The uh, hot rod. Yes. Yeah, this was good. Yes. All right, those are just some of the matches we've done so far. So now we're going to turn it over to you, however, with a couple Mania moments, however, as we will uh, kick it around, however, and then I will have a couple more before we close out tonight's show here on Episode 212. So go ahead with your first Mania moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn it, thanks. Hmm. Oh. WrestleMania 12. Yes. Okay. We, we already talked about Brett and Owen. Or Brett and no, Owen. there's another one in there. Which one? I'm talking about Big Daddy Cool Diesel versus The Undertaker. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, your thoughts about Taker and Diesel? That's a good one there you picked. Okay. Uh, this one, this one, The Undertaker uh, <laughs> beat Big Daddy Colt Diesel. So yes, yeah, this was good. Indeed, good thoughts there, uh, John. Your thoughts about Taker and Diesel? This match was I This was the match I watched. What? This morning, 
before I went to oh, bed. Oh, that's yes, that's a good one there. Yes, and Diesel, as we know, ladies and gentlemen, would be taken off the WCW a short time later. However, to join up with his buddy and and as Kevin Nash, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Big Daddy Cool, of course, uh, after leaving WWE, however, about a month and a half later, after the In Your House show with Shawn Michaels, however, however as he tried to go after Shawn's title, however, at the end of April, of course, he would make his WCW return, if you will, in June of that year, after Scott Hall had left, however, along prior to uh, Kevin Nash leaving, ladies and gentlemen, however, in the middle of May, in the infamous click farewell uh, salute, if you will, at MSG. Uh, very good moment there, Fonzie, indeed. Uh, mm. uh, John, you're next with your uh, moment, however, for Mania. Okay. Um, Michaels versus Flair, WrestleMania 24. Wow, good moment there. Really good moment there. Very, very good moment indeed. The end of Ric Flair's career, however, and the celebration that followed the night after, boy, what an emotional night that was. Twelve years ago, ladies and gentlemen, this just yesterday that happened. Holy smoke. That is a great moment there, John, no doubt about it. Your thoughts about Michaels and Flair? I loved it. Yes, I would agree. Very good moment indeed. Fonzie, your thoughts about Michaels and Flair and Flair's retirement match at Mania 24? Yeah, this was good. And I would agree. One of the classic. One of the classic. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Talk about moments here, guys. I got another great moment for you guys. We're talking about Shawn Michaels. We're going to stay with Shawn for another minute. The infamous match hour with him and The Undertaker from Mania 25 the next year. I was going to pick that one, idiot. (laughs) Sorry, John. Beat you to it. Okay. but uh, that was a war, folks. You talk about two great years that they had battles. This was a lot better than the 26th encounter. The 26th encounter, I thought, they had the ne- two years later. But folks, the next year, Mania 25, Shawn Michaels and Brett, or excuse me, The Undertaker, absolutely tearing down the building that night in Houston. What a war this was. Uh, Fonzie, I'll get your thoughts first this time. What were your thoughts about Michaels and Taker from Mania 25? Yeah, the streak was still yes. rolling. Yes, but barely. But barely. Yeah. Indeed. John, I know you were going to pick this one, so I will go to you. Your thoughts about Sean and Taker. Yeah, out of all the WrestleManias I've seen, guys, out of yes. all the WrestleManias, this yep. was one hell of a good match between these two. No doubt. No doubt. I agree. I would agree. Very good moments there from both of you guys. All of you guys picked great moments there. Alright, Fonz, you're up again, however, with your next moment, however, and then we will uh, have a couple more moments before we kick it around here and close up the shop for the evening, however. So, you have our next moment, however, Fonz, so go right ahead. Uh... You said WrestleMania 25 with The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, right? Correct. All right. How about 26? The Undertaker versus Triple H. Guys are bleeding me to dry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, son. Uh, Good moment. Yeah, they were telling us tell Mania 27. Yes. Good moment there. Good moment there indeed. Very good moment there. And Sean was the yeah. best referee for that, however. I remember that good moment there indeed, however. Yeah. I'm not going to leave you bleeding and dry in my next pick, Sean. Don't worry, however. But uh, that being said, that's a great moment there, no doubt about it. Uh, John, your thoughts about Taker and Hunter with Sean as the referee at Mania 27? It was 28. Oh, it was 28. Yes, that's right. Sorry. 28. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, your thoughts. Go ahead. Uh, that was a good match. Indeed. Very good moment there. All right. Uh, you're next, though, John. What do you got for us? Um, hey, you turn that down, however, we're trying to get Sean to pick Yeah. I'm sorry. That's right. Go ahead. Dude. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Let's go with another match for Undertaker. All right. Him and CM Punk at WrestleMania 29. Wow. Good moment there. Yeah, I almost forgot about that one. You talk about two guys, however, who really tore it down at MetLife Stadium that day. 
No doubt about it. Great moment there indeed, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, two guys who, I mean, as we all know, Paul Bear tragically would pass on shortly after this, however, which is so unfortunate. However, but, yeah, talk about two guys who really at the time did not see eye-to-eye, both in a professional sense or in a personal sense, the best in the world against Dead Man walking. And again, the streak was on the line. And again, the Dead Man barely surviving with the streak intact. Your thoughts about Punk and also the Dead Man? Uh, Punk and the Dead Man. Uh, that was a good WrestleMania match. I would agree. I would agree with you there. Uh, Fonzie, your thoughts about Punk and the uh, Dead Man at Mania 29? Mm-hmm. We all going to say that CM Punk is rest in peace. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> he almost pulled it out, though. You've got to give him credit, though. He almost came through with yeah, a big yeah. win there. Taker yeah. tested in that match, if you remember. Very good yep. moments there, guys. Very good moments indeed. All right, we're going to go about round twice more each hour with three apiece, however, so six total. So I will go with my first of the six hour. Here's my Sorry. next moment. That's right. Here's my next moment, ladies and gentlemen. Mania six, ladies and gentlemen. Title versus title. Hogan versus the Warrior, ladies and gentlemen. 30 years ago tomorrow, it'll be celebrated, ladies and gentlemen, in Toronto. Ladies and gentlemen, up there in GTS's neck of the woods, and I know he's listening into this, ladies and gentlemen, at the legendary Sky Dome. As we saw, title for title, go at it, however. Hogan and Warrior, however, the Warrior escapes with both titles, and Hogan suffers once again, however. Actually, this was actually Hogan's first WrestleMania loss, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, because he had actually tied, actually, been the squall fight at Mania 4. He had won at Mania 5, but this was his first real true setback at WrestleMania 6. Uh, John, I'll start with you this time. Hogan and Warrior at Mania 6. That was a show stealer. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. No question about it. No question about it. Fonzie, your thoughts about Hogan and the Warrior from Mania 30, or excuse me, Mania 6. I'm going to agree with John. Thank you very much, and yes, I think we have a good one there. Okay, uh, John, you are next, my friend. What do you got in our next one? Well, I know this they didn't talk, talk about as the greatest match of WrestleMania, but still... The greatest mm-hmm. moment around the world. Now I'm talking about Hogan and Andre. Mania 3. Yes, indeed. And it just uh, celebrated this past Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. However, believe it or not, however, 33 years ago, ladies and gentlemen, in front of 93,000, <laughs> we talked about it before. Hogan going into the match, ladies and gentlemen, 33 years old, six foot eight, 295, however. Andre, 38 years old, 7 feet 4, 535, ladies and gentlemen, in weight. You talk about the body slam heard around the world. Of course, it is on the Andre the Giant DVD, ladies and gentlemen, that just came out a few years ago. And folks, if you have not gotten that DVD, I suggest you try to find it somewhere or get it real cheap somewhere. It is worth watching, folks. They show that moment on there as well as one of Andre's other great moments, including the infamous body slam match, which we talked about, ladies and gentlemen, and also an earlier match that happened in the early 80s at the legendary Philadelphia Spectrum, of course, with big John Studd, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. But, uh, John, very good moment there. Your thoughts about Hogan and Andre? Hogan and Andre. That was this. That was, although this was rough, but still a classic. Yes, very good points indeed. Very good points indeed. Fonzie, your thoughts about Hogan and Andre? Mm. Yeah, it, it was up there. No question nobody about it. Bought it. Nobody bought a slim Andre quite like yep. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. No doubt about it. No doubt. And you think and you think about it, I mean Andre was dominating Hogan pretty much that entire match, however, especially early on in the show, however. Andre thought he had victory in his hand a couple minutes into the match, however, at the so called uh collapsing as Hogan tried to slam him very early in the match, however. Mm-hmm. And boy oh boy, that was quite a match, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, however as we said we had Savage and Hogan or excuse me, Savage and Steamboat uh, start the show. How it was the show here. Hogan and Andre definitely closed it out. And of course, we'll talk about Savage and Hogan. I'm sure with one of our guys, Howard, who has that maybe one of their final moments here before we wrap things up. But uh, Fonzie, you are next with our second, uh, our second to last round of the uh, evening. What do you have for our next to last uh, 
pick here in the next to last round. And while Fonzie's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, we also want to tell you last Friday, ladies and gentlemen, we want to wish happy late birthday, ladies and gentlemen, how are to Randall Cunningham, the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, who's turning 57. Buster Posey, ladies and gentlemen, the San Francisco Giants catcher, turning 33. And also, Cale Yarborough, NASCAR racer, turning 81 years old last Friday, ladies and gentlemen. So happy birthday to those special people last Friday. Okay. Uh, okay. What WrestleMania did The Rock fought, J.D.? Against two. I don't know. I'm just saying. Well, but he had when was, he his, last, when was his last match? Uh, Mania 19 was Austin. I know he fought Austin three times. He fought Hogan once. He did Bray Wyatt 32. He did Cena twice in 28 and 29. And then uh, I think he had a match with us. Uh, I know he did a match. I think I, I forget who else, however. But those are just some of the okay. uh, WrestleMania things he's done. I'm going to go with the... I'm going to go with The Rock and Cena. Which one? 28 or 29? Mm, 28. Yes, Mania 28 in Miami, in The Rock's backyard of Miami. Very good moment there indeed. However, of course, a lot of people realize that The Rock was not a well-liked man, despite the fact that he called Mr. Cena Fruity Pebbles and then some. Your thoughts about Cena and Rock, the first meeting? He laid it at a smackdown on John Cena's candy ass. <laughs> yes, he did. And, of course, we all saw the rematch, the return match, one year later, as we all know what would happen in MetLife. John, your thoughts about Cena and Rock, the first meeting in Miami? Pretty good. Yes, indeed. Very good pick there, Fonzie, and good answer there, John. All right, guys, we got time for one more round, however, before we close it out, however. And I have got a great moment, so I will go last this time, however. But going first this time will be Fonzie, and then, John, you will go, and then I will go before we wrap things up here and call it in. Well, we already know what happened. One WrestleMania. That uh, the streak was over. I'm still mad about that. They're going to take that one? The Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar. Yes, in New Orleans six years ago, folks. What? I mean, I've talked about that mania many times here on our shows and offline to you guys and everyone in the panel. Uh, what a moment that was in New Orleans that night. I mean, it like totally, basically shut down the French Quarter and Bourbon Street, however. I mean, what a moment that was in time. The undefeated streak no longer existent after that night. What a night that was. From the street to Yesamania, folks, however, it was quite a night there back in 2014, however. Fonzie, your thoughts, however, at Mania 30? I think everybody, the whole tire, freaking... Uh, Mercedes-Benz Silverdome yep. uh, was all shocked when Brock Lesnar snapped the Undertaker streak. Yes, uh, yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, so, indeed. No question about it. What a yeah. moment that was indeed. Very good thoughts there, Fonzie, indeed. Uh, John, your thoughts about the streak coming to an end at Mania 30? <sighs> Okay, so here, so here is my my take on what I saw that night. I thought he was like, kick out, kick out. He'll kick. He's gonna kick out again. And then when the ref hit three, that's when everything. That's when. That was when. 
I was like, okay, what have I witnessed? What have I just witnessed? Yes. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Hmm. And like I said, I was there, guys. And like I said, it just... I mean, I, 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 I looked at my friend, and my friend said, I told you so, I told you so. And I looked at him like, I said, you've got to be kidding me. I think my jaw just hung on the ground for a couple minutes. I mean, I was in shock as much as anyone in that arena that night. I mean, the Superdome was just like, you could not believe what we were seeing, folks. I mean, it was incredible. And, of course, we all know what happened in the aftermath. But, yes, folks, that was a moment in time that will live forever, folks. Many years and many moons uh, down the road, however, certainly what a moment that was, folks. Great moment there. No question about it, Fonzie. Thank you very much indeed. John, you are up on the last moment of the evening, however, before I give you my final moment, however. So what do you got to close us out with your uh, mania pick tonight? Okay. And, I, and I'm going to say this right now. This, this one is my final one for tonight before I head right. out. Oh, means okay. Right. I keep thinking back to WrestleMania 20. Benoit yes. versus Michaels versus Triple H. Wow, that's a good one there. Triple threat, yeah. yes. Benoit winning the title in front of that crowd in the Garden. And, of course, he just talked about We've seen that match many times, folks. I mean, Chris Benoit that night with his friend Eddie Guerrero. Uh, being with him that night, folks. I mean, it was just incredible, folks. No doubt about it. How, a great moment indeed. However, it was a unique moment in time. No doubt about it. Little did we know, sad to say, we would see what would happen, however, less than a year and three years later, respectively. I mean, that night was just incredible. I mean, Eddie Guerrero, sad to say, we would lose him the next year. Benoit, a few years after that, ladies and gentlemen, in 2007. Uh, due to an unspeakable act, which we're not going to mention here on the show and keep it hush-hush. But, yes, folks, what a moment that was, ladies and gentlemen, however. It was uh, very unique, ladies and gentlemen, to say, ladies and gentlemen, that is a very good moment to close us out with for the evening here, ladies and gentlemen. No doubt about a very unique moment, to say the least, however. So there you go. A very good moment indeed, John. And I will close it out with a good one, too, guys. You're going to like this one. Mania 19, ladies and gentlemen. And here is the match, however. Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle. I mean, talk about two guys who are fellow uh, All-Americans. Fellow one Olympian, one, uh, let's just say, unique, uh, uh, tough guy in his own right. And I'm not saying that to be a smartass. He was tough. Kurt Angle almost literally breaking his neck again. Brock Lesnar almost breaking his neck doing a shooting star press, however, in that match. At the end of the night, however, Brock Lesnar came through, but boy, oh boy, he was thankful, however, that nothing else happened besides winning the match because he almost could have ended his career quickly before he even began at that night in Seattle. John, your thoughts about Kurt and Brock? Good match. Bonzi, your thoughts? Yep, sir. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Those were some of our great moments in WrestleMania. Of course, uh, very good moments, guys. You all picked tonight, no doubt about it. Okay, gentlemen. You better get ready for your match tonight. Yes. uh, (laughs) We were just talking about that right before you came on there, uh, uh, Fonzie, before you came on. I know that he'll be looking forward to that, and you guys got a big match coming up, as we said tonight. It should be very interesting. The... uh, Let's just say the war will continue at 9 o'clock with these two fine gladiators coming up at the 9 o'clock hour. Don't forget, of course, John will have the histories and dates. GTS and I will have your news headlines for you at Revolution 138055-POUND. The fun will begin. We also hope to have some more people, including the maniac, Mitt Patel, the king of clubs, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, as well as the queen of spades, ladies and gentlemen, Michelle Lynn Dodds, however, the black widow herself, GTS, ladies and gentlemen. The you better be ready, Fonzie, because I'm going to kick your Jeff Teeters, I'm going to kick your tonight. And the Empress Henry Reckonbach. Yes, it should be a great match tonight. We're looking forward to seeing that match. No doubt about it. Thank you very much, John. And on that note, folks, we're going to take you out here in just a few minutes. But we want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, that check out Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety on Facebook.com where you can get the best selections in movies right now for a dollar each. Blu-rays, $2 each, ladies and gentlemen, and DVD covers, I believe, for $0.50 cents each. In fact, I just ordered a couple more DVDs into my library, however, to grow my library this past weekend. And I will tell you about those later on 
tonight, if not tonight, however, on uh, Revolution. I will mention it tomorrow night before Revolu- before the wrestling debate or on wrestling debate and let you know what those are. Anyway, folks, I do want to thank my callers tonight, the Heartbreak Kid, and, of course, the Human Suplex Machine, as always, ladies, known as the Human Suplex Machine is right now getting ready to uh, leave us for the evening and will be back with us in just a little bit, however, as he has some pressing matters to attend to, including taking care of Poochie the Hound, ladies and gentlemen. So we will be checking in with him at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, with that, of course, and he will be back with us as well on our Revolution, ladies and gentlemen. And I believe Fonzie has left us too. Yes, Fonzie has left us too. So I'm going to take us home here, ladies and gentlemen. I do want to thank you all for listening to us. And again, stay safe, wash your hands, and use common judgment out there, people. I know we're going to get through this uh, crazy pandemic together, however, we're trying to get this through it as best we can, folks. But folks, we're not going to slow down anytime soon, folks. We're going to keep you going. And before we go, we like to say hello to our friends again at the Hot Pals, ladies and gentlemen, however, who hopefully we will be seeing very soon. The bartenders, Dayton, Casey, Missy, Jen, and of course, Nikki. We like to say hello to all of you guys, however, as well as our regulars, however, who listen to us, however, at the Hot House, including Pat, Maureen, Chuck, ladies and gentlemen, David, who just celebrated a birthday last week, and David, happy birthday, as well as Brian, Brad, Matt, Jason, the Iceman, says hello to all of you guys, Crystal, as well as Billy and company, and also Charlie. Guys, I will see you soon, all of you very soon, hopefully, along with Wayne. We have a lot to catch up on when I see you guys soon, and also our good friends Dougie as well, and his buddy Zach as well. Guys, thank you so very much for listening to us tonight, Howard. It was a great time. We hope you had a wonderful night with us, ladies and gentlemen. And we will talk to you again next week with episode 213 with another great moment in time with the King of Spades, ladies and gentlemen, GTS, ladies and gentlemen, as well as uh, the rest of the panel. Way too tough to handle here on TalkShoe and here at the Wrestling Retro Revisited Time Machine table. So for now, ladies and gentlemen, for the Human Suplex Machine and the Heartbreak Kid, this is the Iceman saying so long from inside. Again, use common judgment, people. Please wash your hands. Please stay safe and careful out there. And as we said, Howard, definitely say a prayer for all those people who have been affected by this very tragic ordeal that's going on right now as we're going to try to get through it as best we can. And again, folks, we will be back with you guys again at 9 o'clock with Revolution and next week we're going to revisit it for episode 213 as well. So enjoy the rest of your week. Stay safe and careful out there in your evening. We will talk to you soon, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll see you in a little bit, however, with uh, more excitement coming up on the Talk Shoe Radio Network. And as we take you out tonight, folks, we're going to have a little uh, very unique song that we're going to play for you. We've played it... Uh, a little bit of a song, ladies and gentlemen, for you from the movie The Wiz, how at the start of the show from 1978, and we're going to close it out with another song from that movie, Howard, with Diana Ross singing Home. We hope you enjoy it, folks. We will talk to you soon, and we will see you in a little while. So for now, this is the Iceman saying so long from the Talk Show Radio Network, and we'll see you very soon. And now, here's Diana Ross singing the very famous song Home from the movie The Wiz of 1978.
Take care, everyone, and God bless. Good night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.